Hello, everyone. Welcome to a personalized episode of Enlightenment. Today, we explore the dual-edged sword of generative adversarial networks and AI, delve into the transformative world of impact investing, and examine the evolving landscape of user experience design. Join us as we navigate these compelling topics, shaping the future of technology, investment, and digital interaction. What makes Generative Adversarial Networks, or GANs, a breakthrough in the field of AI? Today we dive into the realms of GANs, exploring their structure, functionality, and the impressive capability they have to generate realistic data across various domains, especially in image processing. GANs mark a significant advancement in how machines understand and recreate the complexities of the world around us. At the heart of GANs, we find a fascinating approach to machine learning known as generative modeling. This unsupervised learning task focuses on discovering and learning patterns within input data to a degree that allows the model to generate new examples that could believably belong to the original dataset. Imagine a machine that, after studying thousands of images of cats, can generate a new image of a cat that looks real but has never existed before. That's generative modeling in action. The genius of GANs lies in their unique architecture, which consists of two competing models, the generator and the discriminator. The generator's objective is to create data so convincing that the discriminator cannot tell whether it's real or fake. On the other side, the discriminator learns to distinguish between genuine data and the fabrications created by the generator. This adversarial process, a kind of zero-sum game, continues until the discriminator is fooled about half the time, indicating that the generator's output is indistinguishable from real data. This method of training allows JANs to produce extraordinarily realistic outputs, making significant strides in tasks like image-to-image -image translation. Think turning a summer landscape into a winter wonderland or altering day scenes tonight. The potential applications are vast, from enhancing photorealism to generating new designs, artwork, and even realistic-looking human faces that never belong to an actual person. The inception of GANs can be traced back to a 2014 paper by Ian Goodfellow and his colleagues. Since then, the field has seen rapid advancements, including the development of Deep Convolutional Generative Adversarial Networks, or DCGANs, which provided a more stable model for training GANs and opened new doors for their application. Delving deeper into the mechanics, the generator model of a GAN begins with a random vector from a Gaussian distribution, which serves as a seed for generating samples within the domain. This vector is part of what's known as the latent space, a kind of compressed representation of the data distribution. Over time, as the GAN trains, the generator learns to map points from this latent space to generate new, diverse, and plausible examples. On the flip side, the discriminator model, which starts off as a standard classification model, is tasked with distinguishing between real and generated data. Throughout the training process, it refines its ability to identify fakes, while the generator continuously improves its capacity to produce more convincing fakes. What's particularly intriguing about GNs is the way they are trained. The process resembles a two-player game, where both the generator and discriminator are in a constant tug-of-war, each trying to outsmart the other. 
This adversarial training method is not only innovative, but also remarkably effective in pushing the boundaries of what's possible with generative models. While the excitement around Guian's is well-deserved, it's also crucial to approach their development and use with a sense of responsibility. The ability to generate realistic images, videos, or audio can have far-reaching implications, including the creation of deepfakes that could mislead or cause harm. As we continue to explore, the potential of GAN's ethical considerations and safeguards should be at the forefront of this technological advancement. In conclusion, generative adversarial networks represent a significant leap forward in the field of AI, offering a powerful tool for generating realistic examples across a wide range of domains. As we stand on the brink of what seems like a new era of generative modeling, it's exciting to imagine the innovations and applications that JANS will bring to the table. From transforming the way we create and interact with digital content to advancing scientific research, the journey of GNs is only just beginning. Now let's move from the digital artistry of GNs to exploring how impact investing is reshaping the landscape of finance with a focus on social and environmental progress. What exactly makes impact investing stand out in the crowded world of investment strategies, and how does it function to meld the pursuit of financial returns with the goal of generating positive social and environmental impacts? Today, we delve into the realm of impact investing, exploring its definition, types and real-world examples, shedding light on how investors are increasingly aligning their portfolios with their values. Impact investing is not just another buzzword in the financial sector. It represents a significant shift in how investments are viewed and approached. At its core, impact investing seeks to address and mitigate the adverse effects of business activities on society and the environment. This strategy is rooted in the belief that capital can and should work not only for financial gain, but also for the betterment of the world. The inception of impact investing can be traced back to 2007, though its practices had been taking shape long before that. It emerged from a desire to extend the philanthropic efforts of individuals and organizations by leveraging investment capital to foster positive societal change. This is where the traditional boundaries of philanthropy are expanded. Impact investments aim to generate a measurable, beneficial social or environmental impact alongside a financial return. One notable example of impact investing in action is the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. With an endowment nearing $50 billion, the foundation has strategically invested $2.5 billion in ventures that directly align with its mission to enhance healthcare, education, and gender equality worldwide. Such investments underscore the potential of impact investing to support initiatives that contribute significantly to societal progress while also achieving financial objectives. Another compelling instance is the Soros Economic Development Fund, part of the Open Society Foundations, which actively invests in impact ventures promoting democracy, legal reforms and higher education. These examples not only highlight the diverse spectrum of impact investing, but also underscore its potential to drive meaningful change across various sectors. The landscape of impact investing is vast, encompassing a range of sectors including healthcare, education, 
clean and renewable energy and sustainable agriculture. These investments are not limited to any specific geography and can span both emerging markets and developed economies, thereby offering a broad spectrum of opportunities for investors looking to make a difference. Moreover, the rise of environmental, social and governance ESG, investing and socially responsible investing SRI, further enriches the ecosystem of impact investing. While ESG investing focuses on the integration of environmental, social and governance factors into financial analysis, SRI goes a step further by actively selecting investments based on specific ethical guidelines. Both approaches, however, share the common goal of aligning investment decisions with broader social and environmental values. Despite the growing popularity of impact investing, it's important to note that the returns on these investments can vary. While some impact funds may outperform the market, the median impact fund has been shown to yield slightly lower returns than non-impact funds. However, for many investors, the opportunity to contribute positively to society and the environment outweighs the pursuit of maximum financial returns. As impact investing continues to gain traction, especially among younger generations like millennials who are increasingly conscious of their investment's societal impact, we are likely to see more companies and industries adopting socially and environmentally responsible practices. This trend not only speaks to the changing landscape of investment, but also to a broader shift towards sustainability and social responsibility in business. In conclusion, impact investing stands as a testament to the power of capital to drive social and environmental progress. By supporting companies and projects that align with worthwhile causes, impact investing not only offers the potential for financial return, but also contributes to the creation of a more sustainable and equitable world. As more investors recognize the value of aligning their portfolios with their principles, impact investing will undoubtedly continue to grow, reshaping the future of investment in the process. Now let's look at how the landscape of user experience design is undergoing significant changes in 2023, despite facing its own set of challenges. What happens when a field experiences both a sharp decline in job openings and salaries and simultaneously stands on the brink of a revolutionary change? This is the current state of user experience, UX design, as we navigate through 2023. Today, we delve into the intricacies of this situation, guided by insights from UX pioneer Jacob Nielsen, PhD, who has over four decades of experience in the field. The tech industry is notorious for its cyclical nature, characterized by periods of rapid growth followed by sharp corrections. Recently, we've witnessed a significant downturn in the UX profession, with salaries dropping by 11% and job openings for UX researchers and designers plummeting by 73% and 71% respectively. This has led to thousands of UX professionals being laid off from tech giants like Google and Facebook Meta. However, Jacob Nielsen reminds us that this isn't the end of the world, but rather a market correction. He compares this to past recessions, notably the dot-com bubble burst in 2001 and the Great Recession of 2009, suggesting that the current downturn is relatively mild. 
On the brighter side, Nielsen points out that the future of UX is inherently tied to AI. He argues that AI will necessitate extensive research and design work over the next decade, presenting a unique opportunity for UX professionals to pivot and adapt to this emerging field. Nielsen's advice is clear. Start small, but start now. Incorporating AI into UX work doesn't have to be an overwhelming leap. Simple projects like using ChatGPT to generate alternate headlines can be a stepping stone into the AI-UX integration. Despite the current downturn, Nielsen remains optimistic about the field's future, predicting a UX renaissance driven by AI. However, he cautions against expecting immediate changes, highlighting that significant shifts in the industry might take a bit longer to materialize. According to Nielsen, the real UX boom, particularly in AI-driven UX, is likely to happen around 2025. By then, the demand for UX professionals with experience in AI-driven user interfaces will surge, underscoring the importance of gaining relevant experience now. But what about the claims of UX disintegrating? Nielsen challenges this pessimistic view by pointing out the historical cyclical nature of business and the tech industry. He reminds us that the field of UX has always had to justify itself and compete for funding, something that's not unique to the current era. In fact, Nielsen argues that UX is more recognized and funded now than ever before, sharing anecdotes from his early career to illustrate how far the field has come. Nielsen also addresses concerns about the diminishing quality of UX work and the supposed decline in the field's overall maturity. He recounts his own journey and the diverse backgrounds of some of the best UX professionals he has worked with, challenging the notion that a formal education is the sole path to excellence in UX. According to Nielsen, the real hallmark of a seasoned UX professional is the ability to select the most appropriate tools and methods for each project, a skill that has always been crucial to the field. Looking towards the future, Nielsen is bullish about the growth of UX, predicting a continued exponential increase in the number of UX professionals worldwide. By his estimates, we could see up to 10 million UX professionals by 2035. This rapid growth means that those starting in UX now will be considered senior professionals in a decade, ready to mentor the next generation of UXers. In conclusion, while the UX field currently faces challenges, including a market correction and the need to adapt to the emerging AI revolution, the outlook remains positive. Nielsen's insights not only provide a roadmap for navigating these changes, but also offer a reminder of the resilience and adaptability that have always characterized the field of UX. Whether you're a seasoned professional or just starting out, there's never been a more exciting time to be in UX. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Innovation Pulse. If you enjoyed our insights and are eager to learn more, the Enlight Me app is just a tap away. Expand your knowledge with personalized content on over 20 diverse topics, from crypto to health and beyond, all curated to fit your interests. Download the Enlight Me app now at the Apple Store or Google Play, or visit the enlightme.ai website. Stay curious. Stay enlightened.